Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. Today, I would like to talk about characters of life. I remember when I was growing up, I lost all of my friends in the high school because I had a, a lot of bad character in my life. You may not believe that, but it's true. Pastor Da can be witness. When I was growing up, I was very selfish. I was very self-centered and very greedy. I was very negative or pessimistic person. I remember when I was watching TV program. When I was a young boy, I always criticized and was speaking negative about the things in the TV. And in fact, I was not very happy because when you have ungodly character, it really negatively affect yourself. I make my girlfriend Pasada suffer because she has to put up with me, my negative character. But she did not know better at that time because she was not a Christian either. And I really caused a lot of friends really bitter against me. I did not know that I was having a problem until one day I began to study about the life of Jesus Christ. Because you know, in society, it's normal to lie, it's normal to cheat, it's normal to be cunning. It's okay for as a doctor to lie to your patient to get your benefit. It's okay to kind of just be selfish and take everything to yourself. If you watch Thai, we call Lacan, Thai soap opera in the TV, you can see that all these things are normal in Thai society. The mother-in-law doesn't like the daughter, and they lie to each other. It's normal to lie to each other. They're very cunning. They can make cunning plan to cheat one another, even though. Many people claim that they have religions, and they go to do something in the religious way. In fact, I did that. I was chanting, give money and give rice to the monk, and I went to temple to do a lot of stuff. But when I turn around, I still cheat, I still lie, I still did a lot of bad things, and I was very prideful. I live for myself until. One day, I watched the movie, "The Life of Jesus Christ," and I began to join a Bible study group. Actually, I was really a great Christian when I was young. Every time people talk about God, I put my fist up and say, "God is not real," because I thought that people came from monkey. But now I change my mind because my wife is too beautiful to come from monkey. Now we know that we were created in the image of God. Look at people around you; they were created in the image of God. So I when I began to study about the life of Jesus, Nai Prakampi, I began to discover that Jesus was so godly and so pure that I could not find even one fault in his life. I never seen Jesus lie in the Bible. He just loved people. He's so merciful to people. He performed so many miracles and signs and wonders to prove that God is real too. So eventually, I accepted Jesus Christ into my heart as a son of God. 
Then I began to study the Bible, and I find out that God wants His children to become more like Him. God is holy. God is pure and perfect. You will never see sin in heaven. You will never see lies and gossiping and discrimination and judgmental spirit, critical spirit and discrimination. All of these things or corruption in heaven, because the God that wrote the Bible is the perfect and holy God. He never sin, and he say in the Bible that he want us as his children to become like him. And later on, I discover that the more you become like him. The happier you are, the more joyful you are. A lot of people may have a lot of money, position, high education, have all the stuff: iPad, iPhone, computer, uh, Blu-ray play, all this stuff. They have beautiful cars, but they are not happy. They are full of sadness. They could not sleep. They could not get along with people. But when you become more like Him, you Become happier, and you can get along with people easily. In the book of Hebrews, chapter one, verse three, the sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of His being, sustaining all things by His powerful word. The Bible talking about the sun means Jesus Christ. Jesus is the Son of the Living God. By the way, I used to believe that there is no God, but now I totally believe that. There must be God, amen. If you open the skull and look at the delicate anatomy of the brain, you will know that it's impossible to have that brain without a designer. Yesterday, I went to we call salmon festival in Issaquah. It's amazing when I look at salmons. I know there must be God. When you look at salmon, you know that there must be God. Can you imagine? Salmon birth in the fresh water, and then they went into the sea. Three or four years or five years later on, they came back to the same river, and go up to die in the place they came from, and give egg again at the same place they were born. How come in the world these salmon know exactly where they're gonna go back to egg? There must be God, who created this salmon to know exactly. Yesterday, I saw many kinds of salmon, five kinds of salmon on the table. The king salmon is this big, and when I look at that, oh God, you did not create only one kind of salmon for me to eat. You created five kinds of salmon. Yesterday, I saw a beautiful dog. Many beautiful dogs, and they say, "Wow, God, you must be a good God because you created so many kinds of dogs so that we can enjoy the small one, the big one." Just the one, this big, huge. God created all these things so that we can enjoy, and this God we are talking about is not a man-made God. It's not something that we build with our own hand and put on the shelf, but He is the God who created us. He is the one who created Mount Rainier. He created the flower, the rose and daffodil, and all this beautiful flower on the field. And he said that he sent his son Jesus Christ into the world, and to show how God looks like. And the Bible say that 
the sun is the radiance of God's glory, and it doesn't stop there. The Bible say that, but also God wants us to take that character of Jesus into our life. The Bible say in the book of Romans chapter 12, verse 2, "Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed." By the renewing of your mind, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. God say, "Don't follow the pattern of the world." People in the world say it's okay to lie, it's okay to cheat, it's okay to flirt with another woman, even though you are married. You can do whatever you want; just enjoy your life. And God say, "Don't follow the pattern of the world, but be transformed." In the book of Galatians, chapter 4, verse 19, My dear children, for whom I am again in the pains of childbirth until Christ is formed in you. So Apostle Paul said that, I want Jesus Christ, I want the Son of God formed in you. You need to become more like Him, holy like Him, pure like Him. Formed in you. You need to become more like Him, holy like Him, Pure like Him, holy like God. No more cheating, no more selfishness, no more adultery, no more corruption. How the nation gonna be prosperous and very happy? Society will be so full of peace and joy. The root of the problem in Thailand right now is not that Thailand doesn't have resources, but the root actually not really Thailand, everywhere. The root of social problem in the world. Now, whether the level of family or the level of workplace or as a nation, the root of the problem is that man has the sinful nature, and man loves to sin. Man is selfish. Man is self-centered. Man just wants to do whatever he wants, and he doesn't want to believe in God. But if man turn around and say, "I'm not going to sin anymore." The whole world will be full of peace. Now we need to understand that one of the things that different between Christianity or our faith in God that is different from religion is what I'm going to say right now. I don't consider Christianity a religion. We are not religious people. If I marry Pastor Da and relationship is religious, we're going to have a lot of law and rule to fight with each other. But Our marriage is about relationship. Christianity is about relationship. We have relationship with our Creator. Before I became a Christian, I tried very hard to study religious law that I was asked to learn at that time. But I find out that I could not do it. I can study 108 laws, religious law, 12 laws, 100 laws, but I could not do it. Everyone say that all religion teach you to be good people, but reality is that you cannot be good people by your own. You go to perform some religious ceremony, turn around, you corrupt. You go to some religious ceremony, you turn around, you gossip. Discrimination in the group, hate each other. That's discrimination. Sin is everywhere. But Christianity is more than just the law in the Bible. Yes, this is the law. Why God has to give us law 
so that man will know exactly what is right and what is wrong. Even our nation has law. You don't drive 55 miles per hour on certain freeway. We need to have the law to protect everybody. But you think people will follow the law? No. They still drive 70 miles an hour. So the law is not enough. The good things about being a Christian is that you invite God, the Lord Jesus, to come into your life. And now He is in you, living on the inside of you by His Spirit. We are the glove and He is the hand. How many people are doctors? You understand, I'm a neurosurgeon. Before I perform surgery, I put the hand, the nurse will put the glove up like this. In my gown, I put the hand in the glove. The glove cannot move if the hand doesn't move. This is what happened to Christian, is that we are the glove and the hand come in. Yes, we need to read the law, but there is someone, the living God, the creator living on the inside of us everywhere we go. He moves in the inside of us. He looked at people through our eyes. I remember before I became a Christian, this is a true story, I'm not lying. I grew up in a rich family. I was number one at Assumption School. So whenever I went up on the bus or went on the market, I would look down at everybody. Oh, I'm better than you. I'm a rich guy. I'm a number one in the Assumption School. But I remember after I accepted Jesus Christ that evening, the next day when I went out to the market, my eye was, was, was changed. หลังจากรับเชื่อพระเยซูตาผมเปลี่ยน I look at people oh they are so they are all precious they all oh good they I love them I, I don't know why this they, my eyes change I see the people's value he is inside me as the hand and move this glove to become more like him then I'm happier I don't have a bad attitude anymore that's why the bible say in John chapter 1 verse 17 for the law was given through Moses the law. But grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. So, in order to become like Jesus Christ, in order to live a holy life, what happened? We invite Jesus to come in. And the Spirit of Jesus inside us gives us grace. What is grace? Therefore, I say, Christianity is not a religion. The living God living on the inside of us. And we are not talking about God that look like a snake that people worship. Oh, I worship snake. I'm not talking about God who's a tree and people put some kind of cloth around the tree and worship that tree. But when the fire came, the tree get burned anyway. I'm talking about the living God who created the heavens and the earth. And He gave us grace. We're going to look at what does it mean, grace? In the book of Philippians chapter 2, verse 13, For it is God who works in you to will and to act according to His good and purpose. Everyone say, God who works in me. He is in me. He is in here. Is that right? This is not a religion. It's relationship that God is in you who work in you to do what? Number one, to have the right desire and purpose of life. I remember before I became a Christian, this is my dream. I'm going to be a rich neurosurgeon. I'm going to buy a lot of boats. 
airplane, have a marble house somewhere. I'm gonna be famous. I'm gonna live for myself. I'm gonna have a lot of money to live for myself. The purpose of my life is for myself. But after I accepted Jesus Christ, He started to work in me to have a different purpose. Now, I begin to live for other people. I begin to care for my patient. In the past, when my patient told me they suffer with back pain, I said, "Good, so I can operate on you." But now, when my patient say I have back pain, I tell you, I feel so. I, my heart just just get out to them and say, "I really want you to be healthy. I want you to go back and be productive, and you can have good family again. You can enjoy life again." My heart just pour out to them. My heart was changed on the inside, and not only to will, but to act. That is the grace of God. What is the grace of God? The Almighty God, the powerful God who created the sun and the moon and the stars and the universe and the heaven and the earth, He lives on the inside of you and empower you to be able to do what we need to do and to be what we should be. Listen carefully. You know, God did not create the heaven and the earth by molding it; He just speak it. It happened. He's so powerful. We can be what we should be, and we can do what we should do. Not to go out rob a bank, or cheat people, or corrupt people, but we can be a good person, a godly person, merciful person, love your neighbor, because His power is working on the inside of us. I can speak this, not from just theory in the Bible. I'm. Speaking this because I experienced it that it's true that He changed me so much. He is real, amen. And I see so many hundreds and thousands of people in both here and Thailand that have been changed by the grace of God. Pastor Da, is it true that He changed me? She know me since I was 15 years old. She know how corrupted I was, but God changed me so much. In Ephesians chapter two, verses eight and nine, we are saved from sin, from bondage, from bad habits, from demonic power by the grace of God. Some people have uh, habits of lying all the time, lying, 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 like a habit. We are saved from bad habits. We are saved from sin. We are saved from demonic power by the grace of God. It's free. Free. Everyone say free. free. How many people like free lunch? Oh, how many like free dinner? Thank God, we don't need to pay. It's free. Amen. We receive by faith. If we have faith, we can receive that grace. That God can set us free from a lot of bad habits and sinful nature, and definitely, in the long run, after we receive the forgiveness of God, we will not have to spend eternity in hell, but we will live in heaven forever. You know, as a Thai man, I grew up in Thailand. Some of you grew up in America. You may not know this. I want to tell you, the spiritual world is real. I have seen demons. I have seen spirit. 
I saw spirit talking to people. They perform miracles of the spirit. The spiritual world is real. Therefore, heaven and hell are real. There is a book in America written by a cardiologist. This cardiologist always resuscitate people from death, and he wrote the book that he have interviewed many patients who have gone to hell and come back, or have gone to heaven and come back. And he wrote a big book, giving all this testimony that heaven and hell are real. I listened to a testimony of a obstetrician. He is a Christian, thank God. He's a Christian obstetrician who fell off the building and died, and his body in the hospital. Looked crushed, and he went up to heaven because he's a Christian. He met Jesus, and Jesus said, "I'm going to send you back to tell the world that I am real." When the nurse walked into that room, he got up from the hospital bed. The other nurse like shock, "What's going on here? You're already dead!" And he come to tell the whole world that heaven is real. We are saved by the grace of God. So after we become a Christian, we are saved. From sin and from hell, and we can go to heaven. Am I afraid of death now? No, I used to be afraid of death, but now I'm not afraid of death. You know why? Because I know that I'm going to go to a better place. That is heaven. Amen. God gave us grace so that we can be set free from sin and bondages. The power of God set us free from the bondage of sin. Hebrew four sixteen four sixteen. Can you read that, please? The second thing is that the grace of God is so powerful. The grace of God helps us to be free from sin and from bad habit, but the grace of God also helps us in everything that we need. As a doctor, so many times I could not help my patient anymore, but I pray for them and they got healed. Amen. Many times in my life that during the surgery I face a situation that the patient gonna die. But I cry out to God, God help me! I need Your grace. And suddenly, the bleeding stop, supernaturally. God is a good God, Amen. How many people agree with me that we have limited ability and knowledge and understanding? Amen. I share this many times. This is one of the worst situation in my life. We went to Bangkok. And the next morning we're gonna fly back to America, but that day before we flew, we have to make new passport, Thai passport. So we all the whole family put our American passport and all the birth certificate, everything in the brown bag, and we got into a taxi, and we all got into a taxi in Bangkok. When we got to the passport place, we all forgot that bag. How many taxi in Bangkok? Millions, six hundred thousand. I think million of taxi in Bangkok. When we walk up to the building, we discover that our American passport were in the taxi, and we have to fly that early morning. Next morning, do you know how I feel? <laughs> I was pale. I was sweating. Oh, not fun. How are we gonna find a taxi driver? He gone. He's gone. 
I have to fly to next morning, and when I fly in that day, could it be a day of surgery? I have to perform surgery. What did we do? We draw the grace of God. We all sat down together as a family, and somebody tried to call the police and say, "Can we find this taxi?" No way. We cannot find him. We don't even know his name or his license number. We just sat down and say, "God, could you please be gracious to us? We need the passport back today. Do something. It's look impossible." We just sat there in that place, very stern. Like, what we gonna do? We just the only thing we can do is to pray. Within half an hour, we're sitting there. We cannot do anything. We cannot do even pass new passport. A lady walk in with a man, and that man point to us. I don't remember the face of the taxi driver. That man point to us and say, "Those group of people, the lady walk in with the bag, and say, 'I saw this in the taxi. I told him to drive back and give it back to you.'" We're gonna pull the money out to give to her because she did that help us. Within a two seconds, she disappeared. She did not take money. She just boom disappeared, and we all look at the bag. Hallelujah! <laughs> and then we flew back to America the next morning. Thank God, the grace of God is for everything, for your family life, for your parenting, for your job. The power of God is there to help you in every situation. In every situation. When I got to America, the chairman of the Department of Neurosurgery always say to me, "No, you stay here only one year. And next year, if you want to stay, your salary is zero. No money for you. You are foreigner." I and my wife bow down and pray, God, you are gracious. You will provide for us. You know, God did something supernaturally. My boss had to beg me to stay and give me more money. It's the grace of God. Amen. God is gracious. He can help you in every time of need. Second Corinthians chapter nine verse eight. Can you read that? Second Corinthians nine eight. Could you please read it? One, two, three. The Bible say, "All things at all." Everyone say, "All things." All What does it mean? All. Everything. What does it mean? All. Everything. Mean all. Yeah, simple. All time. What does it mean? All times. All Morning, evening, 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 5 p.m., 7 a.m. All times. Having all that you need. What does it mean? Having all that you need. Anything you need. Amen. He make all grace abound to you that any time, anywhere, whatever you need, he g o i n g to be there with his power to help you. Wow, I'm glad I'm a Christian. <laughs> Ooh, I'm glad I'm not worshiping a dead god. 
I'm glad I'm not worshiping a bone of somebody who is dead. I'm glad I'm not worshiping a statue on the shelf that cannot even run away when the fire comes. But I serve and worship the living God. Amen. And He wants us to become like Him. Amen. He wants us to become like Him in our character. What is God's character? Love. God is love. God is patient. He is long-suffering. He is kind. He is merciful. He is so full of faith and so full of joy. I remember before I became a Christian, my face is so long and so depressed. I told you many times that I took picture with an elephant at Garden, uh, Lord's Garden in Thailand. And when her friend at university, at the Chulalongkorn University, looked at my face and the elephant, her friend said that the elephant looked better than your boyfriend. Because my face looked like this. She said that she needs to bring that picture to show all of you. Don't show right now. <laughs> really, I'm, I, know, I never smile. I wasn't a happy man, but after I became a Christian, ha ha ha, ho ho ho, hey hey hey, because joy is the character of God. You know, when you go to heaven, you don't need to take Prozac, you don't need to take Amitriptyline, you don't need to take Valium. Over there, happy joy, hallelujah. God wants us to become more like Him. Amen. I believe Pastor Da is so thankful to God that her husband became a Christian now. <laughs> huh? So now she said that I look better than the elephant now. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. You know, I say all of these things not because I'm hired to do this. I don't get any salary in this church. Amen? I say all these things because He is real to me. When you find something so precious and so good that changed your life, you say, I want other people to have it too. It's so good to have Jesus in your life. He changed you. He gave grace to you. How many people agree with me what I say today that God has changed you and give so much grace to you? Amen. How many people have been healed by God? God healed me. Many years ago, when I came to Seattle, I had bad allergy for many years. I had bad allergy. Sneezing and the eyes become red and itchy eyes every spring. And one day, I could not stand it anymore. I asked a Christian friend to lay hand and pray for me. He's a new believer. A new believer lay hand on me and pray for me. Gone. Suddenly, the allergy was gone. My wife had bleeding we call endometriosis. Endometriosis means that the inner wall of uterus come outside and cause adhesion that the uh, fertilization cannot happen. So we could not have baby for many years because she had endometriosis. The doctor said that no more hope for you to have a baby. In order to treat endometriosis, you have to cut the womb out. The doctor already set up to have hysterectomy, the end of that year. We went to a church, and the power of God fell 
she feel like electricity pass through her body. The bleeding stopped. In a few months, she got pregnant. Endometriosis. If you have it, you cannot have a baby. So she got pregnant. And after that, we have two more babies. That is the grace of God. Do I deserve it? No. But He is so merciful. He is loving. He gave this healing to her so that we can have more kids. God is a good God, and He loves you so much. He sent His Son to die on the cross to pay for your sin, and so that He can you can have relationship with Him again. I tell you. Man was created by God. We will never find the real happiness and peace and fulfillment. No matter how much money you have, no matter how much education you have, how big company, how high the position in your company, until you come back to have a relationship with your Creator, you need to get connect back to the One that created you, because He can give you. Life and peace is flow from heaven. The true peace gonna flow in when you get connected with God again, because He is the source of happiness, joy, and peace. Because He created you. Everyone say, "I am not for monkey. I'm not a child of monkey." Can you turn to next person? Look at. Do you think they are monkey? Can monkey make hairstyle? Have you ever seen monkey make ice cream? Can monkey make banana split ice cream? No. <laughs> And in the past many thousand years, I have never seen a monkey make banana split. I like banana split. Only human can make hairstyle, can make clothes, beautiful clothes, nice necktie, video camera, and the drum and the piano. All this made by people who were created by God. Everyone say, "I am a child of God." I was created by God. I'm not a monkey. <laughs> How many people say I want to come back to relationship with God again? Raise your hand up. Raise your hand up high. I want to have a relationship with God. Yes, yes. Let's pray with me. Father in heaven, thank you, Lord, that you created me. You created the heavens and the earth. You are love. You're full of mercy. And you created me in your image. Oh Lord, I turn away from my sin and ask you for forgiveness. Lord Jesus, you die for me. You give me grace to have salvation. I'm saved from sin, from bondage, from hell. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for helping me. I don't have to walk on earth alone. I invite you to be in my life. I go with you everywhere. The powerful God, 
is in my life. In Jesus' name, Amen. Let's give the mighty hand of praise to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, God is so real that He can touch you. He is not just an abstract. He's not just an idea. He's a person. He's a person. And can you imagine when the God, the living God, touches? He will impart life, impart power into our life. It's wonderful to let God touch us. Two thousand years ago, everywhere Jesus went, He touched people. He impart. He transfer. Maybe it's a simple word. He transfer the life of God, the anointing of God into the power of God into people's life by touching people. Amen. And He still do the same thing today in the church. He touch people. He change people. How many people don't want to get sick? Sickness is a form of death. If you have life, you have good health. Poverty is a form of death, but prosperity is a form of life. How many people want to be poor and cannot even pay your bill? You think it's fun not to have money to pay your bill? It's not fun. It's a form of death. But God wants to bless us. You make choice. Everyone make choice. I make choice to have life. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, today, touch your people. Lord, we are hungry. We are thirsty for righteousness of God. Oh Lord, today come and touch your people. Impart and transfer heavenly life into their being, Lord. We pray, we ask you in Jesus' mighty name. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. To them all gathered in your name, I lift to you this new...